podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts, and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's king to the cot are champions of Europe once again. Welcome to another episode of Cop and Fracker, the podcast dedicated to the best team in the country, the best team in Europe, and the best team in the world. I am your host, Fahi, and today I've got with me Junior. Are you there? Good evening, good evening, Houston. I do read you. I uh, am here. You weren't expecting me there. to call you first. And we've got a new guest today, Kevin. Yo, hi guys. Finally made it on the pod. Thanks for having me. No uh, glad to make my debut after the January transfer window. Yes. Feeling like Igalo right now, to be honest. <laughs> like Igalo, wow. Wow. What are you trying to say? You're washed up? Nah, nah, nah. There's more <laughs> quality than that. No, I'm, I'm, There's I'm, more quality I'm, than that. I'm, I'm, You're Minamino at least. I'm half Nigerian, innit? So I had to go with Igalo. <laughs> fair enough alright cool alright before we get started um, shout out to everyone following us on Twitter at Cop and Fracker if you haven't done so already please do that as soon as possible and obviously whilst you're listening to listening to the podcast make sure to join in with the convo with the hashtag hashtag touchline fracker so let's get right into it another successful week um, two Premier League games West Ham and Southampton um, just for the listeners reference we're actually currently recording this during the FA Cup game so I'm sure we'll have some discussion points once that game is finished, if it does finish 
whilst we're recording. Um, but yeah, so West Ham and Southampton, six more points. Uh, Julian, how do you feel? Yeah, expected, man. Like every week, I'm gonna come with the energy now. Every week, man, we go. I, I go into the go into every single game knowing I'm, we're gonna win. It's just how we're gonna win, and um, yeah, who's gonna score and. How um if is it gonna be a hard game or is it not gonna be a hard game? I'm expecting wins, not draws, not losses. It's definitely not losses. I haven't I haven't felt a loss in a year, over a year. It feels like it's crazy. Right? Yeah, it feels it feels great. Like it's 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 like it's normal now. Like like even my girlfriend tells me like since I've been with her, she's been like, Yeah, I haven't since I've met you, we haven't like, we haven't lost. You know how wild that is? Like I've I've apart from Barcelona, I, I haven't felt my team lose. So, it's normal. Um, into the games, the West Ham game, good, a great game. Um, felt like we played well. Uh, Salah, I felt like um had a great game. I can't remember. I'm 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 going to be honest. I can't really remember who scored. Could you remind me, please? And what was the score? Because so... you know, so many wins that I can't even keep up right now. I don't even keep Salah, up. Salah and Ox. Salah and Ox. Yeah, I remember the game. So yeah, um, <laughs> I remember the game now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I thought Ox played really well in that game. Um, you know, he, he looks electric. Um, I, like I said the week before, when you're playing the London Stadium, the, the pitch is so expansive for us, and that's and that's great for Ox to play in. Um, so when I saw us when I, I saw him play at the London Stadium when we first signed him and got his first goal there, um, and yeah, he just shows up again. Salah, I felt like he was busy. He was busy, um, busy on the pitch. Took um, you know took over Mane's intensity in getting forward. And you know, trying to get them chances in, and you know, end up getting the penalty. Uh, I believe it was a penalty, right? That he scored. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, you, you yeah, have completely froze correct, me. Bro. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it was. It was a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. It was a penalty. Got fouled. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Great. Great game though. Um, Southampton first half was sticky, um, but you know, you know how it is. We as soon as we. Even when we had we've had games like this even before, like even when we um have a first half where we don't score, um the next the next half we kick it up a gear, um and we did kick it up a gear. Um highlights of that game, Henderson, great game, amazing game. Um Salah, I thought we had a great I thought we had a great game as well. Uh, who else? Um Firmino, of course. Um I give them a lot of stick on the podcast and even today in the in the chat. Um and people, yeah, kidding, nah, relax. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, good you in it, good you in it. He does, he does. I'm joking now, but yes, against Southampton, he was amazing. Linked up, played really well. Um, he actually done what everyone says he is. Is he actually acted like the system? Three assists on the board. But yeah, man. Um, electric and Salah with that, with that, um, with that chip. We're playing with so much confidence, man. I just love it, and I, I just love it, man. But yeah, I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna let everyone else walk, but yeah, just really proud of this team, like I've said before. And yeah, let's just go and get, let's just go unbeaten, hopefully, and get this title. Yeah, no, like I was um, really impressed with both performances, and I feel as if with the Southampton game, I enjoyed it because Southampton actually tried to give us a game, and yeah, yeah, I respect that. I respect that these teams are coming to get flogged by us, but they're doing it honourably. Like they know they're gonna lose end of the day, but mm. you know they're gonna at least attempt to do something to us. Rather yeah, than because, just sitting back. Yeah, because like we say, like we have so many ways of scoring. Like if you're gonna sit back, all right, cool. Um, we can hit you with our intensity, or we can play your game and sit back and 
and still hit you on the counter attack and still and still nick a one nil. So yeah, man, no no te- team just have no choice but just to play against us, and it always plays into our hands because we're just too great right now. Best yeah. team in the world. Exactly, Kevin. How did you feel about the two performances? Um, well, I felt the West Ham game, we outplayed them, done our usual what we do when we go down to East London. Um, I'll probably talk more on the Southampton game because, as you said, I felt the Southampton game, Southampton, it was like they didn't really read the memo. You come to Anfield, you get beaten. And in the first half, <laughs> they, had, they had numerous shots. Um, I thought they pressed us quite well. Um, I think they might have had double figures, you know, in regards to shots that half. But, um, I mean, Klopp must have got into the boys in the second half. Um, I felt Ox was a bit shaky in the first half, passing to the wrong team and that. But Do you think that's because he was on the wing? I don't know. Sometimes I just feel Ox just plays very, very, very loose. When he tries to ex- get a bit expansive with his game, he's a bit loose. Mm. I prefer Ox when he's direct. Um, running into channels, driving with the ball and getting shots off. And then, obviously, our first goal um, come from a counter-attack, um, as we do. A good underlapping run from Robertson, cut back to Ox. Ox done his thing. I was, I, I, after he scored, I, was, I questioned the keeper, but I thought, yeah, OK. Um, and then we just took the game away from Southampton from there, to be honest. Um Henderson scored again. To be totally honest, I'm not one of Hendo's greatest fans, but I can't throw any shade at him at the minute. Um, and then Salah with the double. Again, Salah. It's like any time I cuss him when I'm watching, he comes up with something amazing. So I'm, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it in the group as well and hopefully he fires us to even more glory to the end of the season. So what, you're saying there's a direct link between your flogging of Salah and his performances? Um, I think between me and Glam, I don't know if we've got a little double act going on, but <laughs> it seems to be when we both attack Salah, Salah does his thing. So we're going to claim the glory for that one. It's true, it's true. Glam, <laughs> what do you feel about what Kevin's saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, it, it, it's definitely a double act thing, not on purpose, but um, you know, Salah does come up trumps. And if listen, when if, if I criticize Salah or his performances, it's for the good, isn't it? I think he can do better, that's it. But obviously, some people do get in their feelings and obviously feel that you're actually disrespecting him and obviously attacking him, so they take it a different way. But anyway, it's all handbags. But um, in terms of back, obviously, back of our back to back wins. Um, yeah, um, the West Ham game. Um, we said on the pod last week. I knew we'd go. I thought we'd like. I thought we'd actually stuff them. Obviously, two 0 I'll take. Um, after we scored, it was definitely a penny for um, Ariga. I don't know why everyone are about it. Um, West Ham should actually scored through Lanzini, and um, we do. We do, don't get me wrong. We do give opportunities, but at the same time, when you've got the big man, Allison at the back. It's more reassuring, you know what I mean? Real big yeah, yeah, man, he's 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 just a colossus, man, and he's a plus bonus because obviously you got to get past Van Dijk and Gomez, and if you have the opportunity to get past them, you still got to deal with Allison. So that's a reassuring factor that we got there. Um, Can I just say, Manuel yeah. Shrewsbury? 
It's one What's new that? Shrewsbury. Sorry to cut you, Glamia. It's one new Shrewsbury. Oh. What the hell are you updating me a Shrewsbury score and we didn't, bruv? <laughs> I, mean, I just thought you might have wanted to know. Well, oh man. Yeah. So anyway, man uh, don't care about that game still. Yeah, can't I mean, still man's gonna yeah, bring me some good news. You know, that thing there still. some bullet and interruption. Like, you know what I mean? The good shoes he's got. Guy, you're gonna throw me off my one. I'm gonna say that. You know, vex. you're talking about Allison. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I don't know if I want to continue right now. Man. <laughs> still my vibe. You know what I mean? All right, cool. Uh, Mark. But yeah. Um, <laughs> now, it's it's disallowed, but they go VAR. It's disallowed, bro. It's been disallowed. Oh, wow. See, li- the listeners are getting live reactions to so, the so score. I continue now. I feel better now. I feel better now. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, let's see. Yeah. So, obviously, Southampton game, so we all covered it before. Um, you know, um, it, it, to be honest with you, I think it was um, how, how I heard the game went, and as I watched the game after. It was a bit of complimentary to us that we won four 0 I don't think Southampton were four 0 bad, if I'm honest. Um, you know, Ingsy. Glam, um, you're a villain. You're actually a villain, bro. I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I'm <laughs> this is the content. This is the content. Listen, listen. Listen. what I'm saying. Listen. If you if you see a scoreline four 0 you think you pump that team. We didn't really exactly. pump them. Like, we didn't no, it's because they had chances as well. We did. I mean, it's because they had chances. We went in nil nil, and the first thirty minutes, Southampton did their thing. They should have had a penalty. No, yeah. no, we still we still moved to them. Yeah, but they, yeah, it's yeah. just that they had chances as well. We still, we we still had That's what I'm saying. It's, it's quite flattering the four nil. Don't get me wrong, we should have won. But I'm just saying it's quite. Flattering. I'm not even being shameless here, but I really don't think that was a penalty. I swear what, to the you, Danny I don't think it's a pen. <laughs> No, that's kind that of shit. I don't, it's the follow through that. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. the follow. Through, I Actually, hear what you're saying because the follow through flicked out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But okay, like flicked out a little bit. Yeah, and obviously that that, that Trent with hitting the post. I think we've got a bit of luck on the hands. Not that we need the luck. Don't get me wrong. Let me interpret it. We don't need the luck, but you know, my nature smiling down on us, and it's good to see. It's good to see. So yeah, well, I'm Firmino's I'm a pen. Firmino. Yeah. Firmino's yeah, that was definitely that a pen. That was a pen. So yeah, I would say Firmino's was definitely a pen. I would have to say Ings is definitely a pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they both were pens for me, but I just want to say for these listeners and these Twitter guys, yeah, don't everyone that's coming with this Liverpool winning because of VAR, yeah, you guys need to check the stats and check the facts. Check the stats. It's pissing me off. Baby. It's pissing me off. But anyway, check the statistics. I let everyone else speak, and anyway, I'm done on that. Varchester United. Um, yeah, Mark, give give me your thoughts. Yo. What, what did you think? Cool, let me just go back to West Ham. From what I remember, Alisson had an amazing performance, kept us in the game for well, kept us ahead for long stretches of the game. I remember Snodgrass having a really good chance that Alisson turned around the post. Um, I don't remember who it was that had a header that Alisson clawed out of basically the goal line. Um, do you remember Declan Rice went through and slapped it at Alisson, trying to hit the post just after? Yeah, but it feels great to have a goalkeeper that can actually do their job that's really competent at what they do and is the best arguably the best in the world so it was amazing to have that reassurance once and you if, know what they're not fact, easy saves if, either fact, exactly they're not easy saves at all and he makes them look so casual Yeah, that even against Southampton some of the saves he was making were just really ridiculous that he'll be saving the ball from Dnepro and it was like a ridiculous shot he just stood there and palmed it aside it feels really nice to have that going on at the moment. 
Yeah. Um, in terms of Southampton, I feel like they played really well in the first half. They had their chances. England's an amazing player, as we know. Um, arguably, in for a shout for England call-up. Um, I'll give him them props because he's an ex-Liverpool boy. But he was really good. Arguably, they could have scored. But good teams do what they do. And when you have your chances, you get clinical on both sides of the box. You make, you get your goalkeeper to make the saves that you need to make, make the challenges that you need to make. And then when you have your chances, you take your chances. And Firmino was brilliant for me. I've been championing Firmino for, since I got into the... He was together. on fire against Southampton. And Firmino was just amazing. Three assists. He could have bagged the goal, but, you know, three assists, I can't complain. Um, Salah was really good as well. Salah took his chances. Henderson, probably my man of the match, if not Firmino. Henderson showed us a different side. And based off the chart that we saw in the group today, in terms of scribbles and interceptions, you can tell that he's progressing his game a lot more. Just for the viewers, he... Can someone help me explain this quickly, please? He has more scribbles than interceptions, and he arguably... Yeah, so yeah, so basically the stat yeah. is um he he has the best like in terms of interceptions and also three balls, he's the most even midfielder basically. It's between him, um Milenkovic Savic, you're looking at Busquets and another guy as well. Not Grealish, but a guy called Grealish. I don't know who he is. But yeah, so so in terms of the actual stats of what he's prof- what level he's performing at. He's performing very well right now. Yeah, exactly. And it's really good to see our captain stepping up his level in the Premier League winning season. Arguably double season. I just want to go and beat and then write off a certain club whose claim to fame is that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a lot of yeah. us. That is a lot of us. So, um, we've got another guest in the building. Krish, are you there? Woo! Wow. What's good, boys? Chris is here. Chris is here. How you doing, guys? What's up, me and mate? I'm all good. All good. I mean, we're top of the league. We're turning two points clear. We're going to win the thing. At this point, we don't. This is the weird thing about this this whole scenario now. It's 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 going to come at any moment. It could be on a Tuesday evening. It could be on a Wednesday <laughs> evening. You could be at your kid's birthday party, and then it'll just happen, and then it becomes an entire different celebration. So. No, I'm, I'm in a very, very jubilant mood. Um, uh, only came into that a little bit two minutes in, but I completely agree with Mark was saying uh, on all his points. Uh, Bobby was great. Hendo was great. Um, I thought Oxlade-Chamberlain, kind of first half when he was on that left-hand side, that's not his position. You know, he wants to be a little bit deeper and push through. Uh, second half, he was, he was fantastic as well. And I think the thing too is just Southampton are obviously a very, very good team. They press really well. Hassan Hootel's got them absolutely purring. They play so well, man. I, I really enjoy their football as well. They're, they're so yeah, they good. Really um, good. That it's that they've got players that have been there for for a while that he's got operating to like a really good level. So I mean, Hoiberg. I mean, he was like he was a Bayern, Bayern Munich reject, wasn't he? But that you look at him now, he's he's their club captain and he's he's, he's balling really well. But yeah, they they play a really good brand of football that most teams who are above them don't actually play, which is absolutely astounding. I don't see Hassan Hootel being there for that much longer because, you know, if you're a smart club, 
like the club who are at the top of the league, uh, someone should snap him up. But absolutely, absolutely flying boys, and I'm just glad to be on the pod with you guys to talk about it all. So yeah. let's, let's let's keep going. Love it, love it. So 73 points out of 75. Do you guys feel like that is purely down to the quality of our team, or do you think it's down to the lack of quality in the league? Because we've seen the ops and what they're saying about the league currently. All these opposition fans. They're trying to discredit what we're doing. But do you think they are discrediting or do you think they actually have a point? Um, Julian, you go um, first. I think it's purely discrediting. You think? Sorry. Julian, go ahead. Go on. Yeah, I think it's purely um, discrediting. It's a mix of both in it. Yeah, 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 it's calm. It's right. a mix of both in it because you, you've got to... It's, it's a mix of both because we are far and away better than everyone in the league. There's no doubt. But... There is no doubt that the quality in the league from the top four sides especially has got worse. That's why it feels that way to them. So they're used to there being a solid top four that, you know, is better than everyone else. And maybe there's fifth and sixth that kind of goes a bit nuts and then seventh. And yeah, maybe. But now Chelsea, Arsenal and United are like their bad practices for bad practices for years have come to fruition and you know the quality around them and the quality of their team has dipped below the quality that it used to be and the teams below them now are now you know investing in players which you know as we said before like we would have players from every single team in the in the club in the prem like there like there's teams from there's teams from other other teams there's players so there's players from other teams that would start in you know the, the traditional let's say, top six clubs now. Mm. So it must feel like for them, yeah, like the league has got worse, but it hasn't. It's just like your team has got worse and and the, the, the teams below you have just got a little bit better. And there's even, um, I swear there's statistics that even show like the average points for this season is um, for second, third and fourth is like 52, 51. Yeah. And, that's and that's where it is literally now, but or maybe by that's one point less sitting at the moment. Yeah, so I so, think, yeah. so, so the past two... Yeah, so the past two seasons, um, I think it was 56 points and then 51 points. Um, so it's kind of on track with what it was previously. I think the main thing that people just aren't taking into consideration is we're just taking points off everyone. That's why we're making the league look piss poor. Um, but in terms of yeah. the actual quality of the league, I don't think it's as bad as everyone's making up. Yeah, it's because it's cause we're, making it, we're, we're, we're making it look easy. That's why. Like... As people people are saying that it's Farmers League, right? Um, on on the main touchline, um, on the main touchline pod, um, they were say they were talking about as well. The reason this not it's not a Farmers League because look at what we're doing. We're going that the English clubs in this in the, the English clubs are going to the European finals and it's all four of us there. It's a suit. It's a all. It's a all English Euro, European Super Cup. Like we're not like the league is not the, the league is not a bad league. It's just that we're far and away better than everyone else, and that's in the world as well. We're favourites to win Champions League comfortably, and we, and no, and everyone in the league can say that, and everyone in the league can see that no one can beat us. So that's why it may feel like that. And yeah. there's a bit of and there's a bit of sourness and discrediting as well. But I don't. I like to think a bit logically. Yeah, and no, I get you, Mark. Like with the law of averages, we shouldn't be winning so many games. Why do you think that is, man? Because we're the best team in the world. Simple answer. Like, there's no need to beat around the bush. We arguably have the best no, arguably we have the best work rate in the world the team is so cohesive Klopp has built something so amazing that everybody works for each other 
and I've always since jumping with a stat there. But the gap between us and City is twenty two points. The gap between City and the relegation zone is twenty seven points. So removing us from the top of the league, the league is still very competitive. It's just the fact that we've blown everyone away, literally. And that and, and that's why I want to say like the league is still entertaining because you really don't know other than Liverpool games, with the other games you really have no idea who's going to win. Um, exactly. And surely that means it's more competitive. In my opinion, yes. There's people like Sheffield United who are still sick and nobody can easily take a point off. We went to Sheffield United and half and passed and luckily got past. Like there are so many. Hey, sorry to interrupt you, but. So, sorry to interrupt you, but quick shout out to Sheffield. They are on job. Yeah, I, they on are job. I on can't job. believe it. That just goes on to job. show how much quality, even from the championship, that you can get. He he has the same team from the championship, and they're fifth. And it goes to show it goes to show good structure and good tactics can get you far. Like you don't need a lot of money. The, and and that's the only exactly. game where we got lucky, literally lucky to win. Like in the and whole league, Henderson drops the ball, let go for his leg. Yeah. Leg. Sorry, like, certain. Yeah, they are amazing. As a side, they've come up and they've played really cohesive football. They're not just sitting back. They've got defenders attacking. They've got people from their centre-back three up in the opposition box at times in attack. I really, really like the way they've played football. But at the moment, we've just blown away the league. And be salty as much as you want about it. But we're the best in it. That's yeah, like, 100%. Agreed. Agreed. Um... Kevin, what, what do you think? Like, how do you feel with the way everyone is now deciding to compare our team to different teams from previous eras? Like, do you even think there's any point in doing these comparisons? Because I just don't see how it's even making sense. You Surely there's different variables and stuff. Like, what is the point in doing that? It just feels like they're trying to discredit us. Why? Yeah, because it's Liverpool, isn't it? That's all. Um, how I look at it, I kind of agree with you guys that the league is competitive still. It's just that Liverpool have just totally raised the bar. City did it last year. We stayed on their tails. Now we've completely dominated this league. Um, hopefully, we go unbeaten, um, get a massive record uh, breaking points tally, and you just have to kind of just take it in because I, I'm very doubtful that this is going to happen again. Um, it can't. The law of averages in football show it, it, it's, it's not possible. It's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's. I think someone said it earlier. It's like you just go into watching the game expecting Liverpool to win. Like, you look through the... Um, how many fixtures we got left, is it? 13. Uh, 13 fixtures and... I can only really see one game, really, and that's going to be the City away. And yeah. then, even then, yeah. quietly confident uh, with the way they're going, they're, I reckon they'll just they'll come at us. Liverpool first. have just scored, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. Ah, uh, your your feed yeah, must be ahead of mine. Get, yeah, get, get, get in the kids! Go on! Calling out first half, you know, it was like, Go on, lads. Who everything. scored? Who scored? Who scored? I don't. I don't know. My my stream's not there yet. We're just about to take a corner. Yeah, you you tell us because all I know is we scored. 
own goal. Own goal. Hey, let's well, go. Come on, own goal. Yeah, it's own goal. We'll take it, man. No, I'm trying. I don't care about that. Have their fun, man. But yeah, I think as I was saying, yeah, the um, it's just fan hate to be honest with you, like. Um, I think we've kind of said it in the group before. We're coming from a dark place, Roy Hodgson days, this, that, and the other. We were, yeah, I just see the on goal. So, cracker at the cop end, by the way. Um, last season, we missed, just missed out. So, what Klopp has done with this squad of players to turn them into this red machine, it's amazing. And then we've just got to enjoy it and yep. just let the fans keep hating, man. That's that's the way I look at it. 100%. Without any signings. I need to reiterate that. Without any summer signings. Honestly. And, like, one thing I want to, like, say to fellow Liverpool fans, please stop arguing with rivals. They're just trying to wind us up. There's no need to get into these debates. We know we are the best. The charts and the tables, everything shows we are the best. All the medals show we are the best. There is absolutely no need for you to like lose your call with random people online and getting into arguments about this stuff. Like it's just it's solidified. We know we're the best team. Yeah, word, man. Like it's mad neat. They're claiming like, they're outside. You, they're claiming they're outside. What? what? Them send the like, it's like to their stadium and slide on them. Send the shoot. Yeah, like to send money. It's easy, send, like, guys. Guys, send whoever they want. Do you think this aren't this Liverpool team would be um the invincible team? It's just impossible to even have that discussion, man. I just yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to have that discussion. It's so hard to have that. Discussion. Like football's changed so much. Uh, of course, I agree, exactly. but it's just the uh, because and they chuck it so much when they're getting like... errors like that is very very hard. I could say player for player what we could do with the invincibles and this current team, but mm. I wouldn't be able to say who would beat who. Because if I'm honest, yeah, exactly. If I'm honest, I think in terms of ability. I would say Frank Arsenal Callum. have the better team in terms of ability. Yeah, in terms of raw ability, Arsenal definitely. Have Arsenal the have team, the better team, but in, as a team, in this in this day, and, but yeah, in this day and age where it's more robotic football instead of free flowing football, like Arsenal used to play, where the where the pitches are aren't as tight, where the rules aren't as you know brutal, where you know Sol Campbell can't get away with a dirty tackle or <laughs> Keown Keown can't get away with doing the more about team, closing down. Where, yeah, VA, where VAR is about, like, we, like there's so many variables that that we have to take in. So it's just a hard, it's just a hard thing to realistically talk about. Like you can talk about player for player yeah. and maybe try to make your own assumption, but even then, you have to think about the era and the type of players they were playing against. Exactly. And so, yeah. yeah anyway, man. hopefully we won't have to worry about that. We'll go beaten and we'll have more wins than they had. Then, boy, can put the teams against each other then. I think we're close already, aren't we? In terms of if we can. Yeah, they had 26 wins. Yeah, so we've we're not got far off. 24. Yeah. So we need two more wins, literally. It won't take long. It won't take long. Krish, how do you feel? Do you feel as if the quality of the league has gone down? Um, just to go back to you guys' points about uh, us being better than Arsenal. I think for this Liverpool team at the moment, it's going to a point where. You remember in Space Jam? Where they had to, like, they had to assemble like, <laughs> like a mad team to come down and beat yeah, Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. It's getting to that point with this Liverpool team where it's going to take some mad FIFA all-star 11 to just come and try to destroy us. And even then, we'll probably win 1-0. Um, but just in the point of the league being weaker, I, I don't think it is, you know. I just think there's more transparency in the league. Um, 
clubs aren't losing their best players like they used to. Um, let's just take James Madison, James Madison, for example. He, he'd have gone in the previous summer if the price quoted wasn't around £80 million. So he'd have gone to United and he'd have been on that team and Leicester would have been a significant weaker team. Mm. Same for uh, Soyuncu, he'd have gone to Manchester City. But clubs are less reluctant to sell their best players now to uh, the top-level teams. And you can see where that gap gap is closing. And obviously the TV money is playing a, a massive part in that too in terms of mid-table teams being able to afford uh, good, good players. I mean... the it, it's it's fairly it's fairly wild that you know Sander Burge, the guy that signed for Sheffield United from Bruges, who was linked to, I mean, was, I think he was linked to us at one point, but I know he was fairly linked strong, linked strongly with Dortmund and Juventus, but he's gone to Sheffield United and United as well. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was spotted in the training ground, wasn't he? Apparently, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it turns out it was just Oji Nagalo instead. But um... <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just saw a picture of him come up, come up on my timeline with him in the United shirt. That's the that is the strangest fucking thing, man. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, I think, just think there's way more transparency in the league, and you you can see that gap. I mean, what, what is it? The gap from fifth to about sixteen is about six, seven points. Six or seven points, yeah. Which is mad, and and you got certain teams that have only won six games all season, hanging in by the scruff of the neck. <laughs> we like what we see, FC. Thirteen draws because of thirteen draws. They like what they see, man. They, you know, it's it's like starting a new, it's like starting a new TV series. It's not warmed up yet, but there's some nice little bits that you see. And you're gonna give it a little bit of a chance. But, but that's you know. the thing. There's there's levels to this now, and like certain clubs like us, like we wouldn't like what we see if that was football. Like for us, we wouldn't enjoy that. Like we wouldn't enjoy not winning games. Whereas they're more than content with, you know, performing to a level where they don't actually win games, they just draw games. So it just shows the difference in quality. Exactly. I mean, remember the, the old Hodgie era? Yeah. When, uh, it wasn't we like what we see. It was we hate what we see. We want you to leave. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, club me. Bro, I mean, remember that game that we played against Utrecht at home in the Europa League? that season I'm not going to lie to you bro like I was so depressed by what I was seeing I, I've blanked it out <laughs> I genuinely I've blanked everything even the Northampton loss the Blackpool loss like I remember it happening but I, I, I've i tried to forget everything that actually happened in terms of performance wise I do I do like that kind of have the ball identity approach to it kind of just like erase your <laughs> nah, do you know, do, do you know what's mad I was in school when Liverpool were at their shit that were at the lowest year and it was like rah, oh, I can't even like try about football like that. Like it was it was so mad oh, when we had Roy Hodgson. Like it was I was crazy. Born. It was diabolical. And you know what's mad? I like, in year seven in year seven it was the season where we nearly won the league. I was like, Yeah, we're out here. Then it just got worse and worse. It just got worse and worse. Wait, wait, what's yeah, going on here? It genuinely got worse, but at least that season after we, you know, didn't win the league, it, we, we we weren't great. But at least we got to like semi-finals of the Europa League, so there was some kind of journey. But the season after that was just no, absolutely was diabolical, was man. Kevin, like, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say that the season under Hodgson that just taught me to become a fan of football. <laughs> no, it was depression after depression. I think I remember the Wolves defeat. Yeah. Then was uh, there was a defeat. Yeah, the Northampton. Yeah, 
when when um, what's his face Danny Pacheco he played in midfield. Yeah, I'll be totally honest. I thought he was going to be a baller. Everyone I've said l- he was going to be. I've learned, learned, so did I. Learned my so lessons. did I. I thought it was going to be amazing. The, mom- was- the moment Pacheco didn't become a baller, I gave up on youth youth players other than Raheem yeah. Sterling. And soon now, Suso, I, I thought Suso was going to do his thing. I thought Suso was going to be my guy. But, um, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, the Hodgson era, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it might have been... Need yeah, medication might, to get through that, man. I think it might have been the Blackpool game when I checked out. That was the one. But I was... such a This is, gonna, this is such a mad story. But um, I took the girl who I was seeing at the time to that game against Utrecht. And she was like, look, quite looking forward to it. She was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see Torres and stuff. Fucking Milan Jovanovic was up front. I was so fucking embarrassed. It was unreal. Then we have Dave, David. Is it Danny Wilson? David Wilson, centre back as well. Yeah, Danny Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. It's like a Make a Wish eleven. Hello, a Premier League eleven. Yeah. You see why I don't have faith in the youth here. You see why I don't have faith in the youth here because every single youth that every single youth that I've seen when I've grown up. Because you lot grew up when Michael Michael Owen was still young. And coming through, and Gerald, I saw Gerald and their man in their prime. But when I was coming through, there wasn't what apart from Raheem Sterling, who was who was amazing for us. There's not one youth that's actually came through and been like, "You are good." Apart from Trent as well, of course. But I was like, "You are actually a, a, a mainstay in this team. You're good enough to be here. Play." We've had Martin Kelly, Spearing. Uh, Danny Pacheco. You know what? Seria. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Martin, Martin, no, Martin. Yeah, Ke- no, no, no. Martin Kelly was a good player. I'm sorry, like I, 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 uh, yeah. Martin, no, Martin until, Kelly was solid. Wisdom. I had their stocks in Flanagan. I wisdom was it as well. I thought Flanagan and Wisdom uh, was it as well. But I tell I you agree. what it is, yeah. What I've learned, yeah, is that Ojo. Have, you have to have a special. I Ojo spe- was there. Oh my days! Yeah, no, sorry, no. Yeah. That's all right. You got. You got to have a like a really special attribute if you're going to come through into the Premier League. So how I measure it is, all right. I always take. Let's take Woodburn for example. Yeah, Woodburn plays anywhere across the front three, right? Yeah. How old is he now? About 19, 20? He's got to be as good as Mane or Salah. To get into the team, what does he show anything to that level that shows that his ceiling is going to be that high? Yeah, but do you know what? With Woodburn, Wilson, I, just forget about it. I feel like with Woodburn, he was a victim of his own early success, and Klopp knew yeah. Klopp could see this happening. And remember when he scored that first goal in the League Cup, he tried to. Calm the hype down Bang completely. Yeah, he, but, he tried to keep everyone quiet, and then and then um, Chris Coleman called him up to the national team, and Klopp was yeah. so confused, like, "What are he you doing? Why are you doing this up. to him?" You see, like Woodburn, he's the problem is not say the problem, but he's small. You can't say he's that athletic. Yeah. If you're not Coutinho technically, you, you don't really see those players really make it in the prem. Can anyone name three? I'll slightly disagree. I think he's really good technically. And yeah, man, he yeah. did have an injury. I, I think you're being harsh. I think you're being harsh at Woodburn. Yeah. You think he's better like, than Jones? He, uh, no, it's not been he's, like, like, he, he, he's come, he's come on the scene at a young age. And, you know, he, 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 he came on and he, he looked good. But when, you're, you're, when your age goes before you, when you're young, you're, anything you do, you can't do good, you can't do bad. But when you do that a little bit extra, you're going to think, oh, who's that kid? Who's that kid? And I remember when Klopp was playing it down 
And for me, it doesn't look like a front three player to me. He looks like either a number 10 or even a center source. Yeah, he doesn't look like a wide man. He hasn't got the pace or anything to be a wide yeah. man. He has got technique, but I don't think he's a wide man or part of a front three. I think he's using correctly personally. And now he went Oxford alone, got a little bit of leg break or something, or he got a little bad injury. Uh, and it's phased out now. That should have been how it was. It, just should, it shouldn't have been talked about at all. And I think it's just over his own success now where he's just written off kind of thing. You know what my issues with the youngsters is, yeah? It's because there's not been one that's been able to even apply pressure on the team. Like, you know when Sterling was coming through? Remember how Brendan Rodgers brought Victor Moses on loan and Sterling, and Victor Moses, Sterling was so good that Victor Moses got, got, shit, got phased out of the team. Like, there's not even one youngster that can even do that and impress, like, from even, obviously not now, I wouldn't expect it now because obviously Mane and Salah are completely out of this world. But in the earlier days, even when Brendan Rodgers was there and when Klopp's, in Klopp's first years, like there's not even that. That's why there's just the youngsters, just, there's no, there's been that no, no, no faith no. in that from you. Mm. Yeah, no, I agreed. I, like, I do feel sorry for you, like Julian, like when I was obviously growing up and stuff, we did have like good players coming through. Um, but yeah, the quality. Yeah, you just, have the good ones. Yeah, the quality just doesn't seem to be there. Other than Kurt, Curtis Jones looks good, I'm not gonna lie. But again, I don't know what his ceiling is, and I can only judge him by the performances we've seen this season, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I don't even know how we got into youth players. How did? Yeah, that... no. Yeah, that was a mad tangent. I'm gonna add my two pence into the um the actual topic you're talking it, about. In terms of, uh, I just think personally, is if this was City doing what we're doing now, I don't think anyone would be saying um, standing still before. Guys, all right, sorry, I don't, I don't want to interrupt here. There was just a counter attack in this Liverpool Shrewsbury game. Um, Shrewsbury had a corner, we got the ball and we countered. There were no Shrewsbury players if on on the in the other half. It was four yeah. Liverpool players versus the goalkeeper. And yeah. we still messed it up. Harvey Elliott passed to the goalkeeper rather than passed to a player. Oh, fuck, you know, it, 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 <laughs> He passed from his own half to the other half and there were three other players as running as, towards goal and he didn't reach win. any of them. As long as you win, that's cool. We can, we can forgive that. You see his use, yeah? I, I'm telling you about his use. I keep telling you, man, about these Leave things. the use, man. Leave the use, man. <laughs> I keep telling you about these man. Use. But yeah, sorry, Junior. Yeah, Junior, go on. Exactly, man. Um, but yeah, no, I was saying, yeah, if it was City, the, the, um, the qualms wouldn't be about, ah, oh, it's a league that goes, just be like, no, City, they're so, so fantastic. They just set the levels above, pep, just pep that. But when it's us now, it, it, it comes into whether it's the bar decision, or oh, the league ain't that good, the gap. As everybody as, um, uh, says on the call, we didn't make no signings, yeah? Uh, we got to a final, yeah, we got brushed. Carriers fucked up for us, whatever. We got brushed. We then returned the next year. Yeah, we returned. We then obviously got it. Then, then lost one game last season. We continued that into this season where we've lost no games in the Premier League. And you guys, and people want to talk about, oh, is the league that competitive? It is competitive. What it is, our city levels are out of this world. It's completely out of this world. Our mentality has That's changed completely. You man have stayed stagnant. Do you know That's what I mean? We've and all yeah, all our restaurances has changed. We used to be like, oh, we don't fancy going to Sheffield United away. Oh, we don't fancy going to Airway. We don't do that no more. We don't do that no more. 
You know what I mean? So I just think just send that Addy, man, sliding anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, any I just think there's a lot of sour grapes going on when it's Liverpool, and in 30 years we ain't won it and we dealt with that. But now, you know what I mean? We're gonna win it in style, not just stick it. We're gonna win it in style. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Yeah. Now agreed. Like it just seems like sour grapes, but it is what it is. Um, the thing is, a bit like at, we can't lie. The team is performing to a level where it's even surprising us, um, and it's taken a while for us to kind of completely grasp the quality that we're at right now. But I think we've got there now. I think I feel like we we realise how good the team actually is, and um, nothing's really surprising us anymore. Um, quick question: Would you guys sacrifice the unbeaten record for a? Good run at the Champions League again. If we, if you said win, I would have said yes, but no, not for a good run. If we win it, yeah, but if we're gonna get to the semi-finals and lose, I'd rather stay unbeaten. Julian. Yeah, same. I would rather. Yeah, the, exactly what Marco said. Um, if you, I thought he was gonna say I'm beat. I'm got. Um, if I sacrifice, I'm beaten to win the Champions League. I would 100 percent do that. It's all about trophies, but I would honestly rather go unbeaten than get get go, get that. Yeah, the yeah. So, so all right. Let let me reword this. Like, I'm not trying to say that we're not gonna win it. What I'm trying to say is there's obviously the possibility we can win it. So, would you risk? Um, would you risk that? If that makes sense. Risk? No, no. I'd rather go unbeaten. I think unbeaten in itself is something to be. It's an it's a it's an achievement in itself that's historic. So I wouldn't, you know. No, I wouldn't. Hmm. Boy, boy. All I'm saying is I've got certain someone's got a certain bet for Liverpool to go unbeaten and win the Champions League. But listen, I need both to come through for me for one <laughs> and. Do you know what I mean? Right <laughs> unbeaten is doable, but it'd be it'd be fantastic. Imagine retaining the Champions League and winning the Prem. Oh my God! Listen, the battle would just be it'd be finished till I'm like an old man in my grave. It just you just can't talk to me. Well, you people won't just won't be able to captain. You won't you be able to captain. It, it just won't. No like, way. It'd be so you see me outside looking the other way. You're the best in the world. Direction. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, like, totally get you. All right, so we had another debate today, and it was a heated one, and it was regarding player of the year. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, okay, so Fuck, yeah. so obviously we're having this debate because a lot is being said in the, the press. Way that went, sorry, God. Sorry, the way that went into a tangent into the Firmino debate was so funny. <laughs> how, how did it even get to that point? Uh, because no, please, I think no, you, you 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 put in a picture of Firmino and I was like, alright, and then from there it just popped off. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea how that happened. Um, it was that was hel- on the funniest debates. It was genuinely hilarious. <laughs> just out of nowhere. So, anyways, for for like the listeners, um, basically, we're having the debate regarding Player of the Year and who we think it should be because obviously thanks to like the press and the pundits right now, there's a massive Jordan Henderson campaign going on. So my question to the panel right now is, who is your player of the year? Who deserves it and why? So, Krish, I'll let you go first. Um, I 
after much, you know what? After we had that debate, I was thinking about it a lot, really. Um, and it's genuinely insane that we can kind of quote at least about six players who could generally win it. Um, but I think in, just in terms of consistency, the way he's played all season, and it, it, it's it's kind of a cop answer, but it has to it has to be Virgil. He's you know he's he shepherded one of the best defenses you know I've ever seen. He's playing to a level where his standard doesn't really drop. Um, I think his concentration does go at, at certain points, but he's he's coasting so much in the game, and you know he's wearing sunglasses on the pitch. He's just the most coolest person that there is, and that change of pace speed where he doesn't allow anyone to get past him. I think it showed in that in that West Ham game where he just absolutely shepherds someone away from goal. He's, he's just so immense. And I think, he, I think he genuinely deserves to win, to win player, of, not only player of the year, but also PFA player of the year. Um, yeah, absolutely unreal. But I, I, I would not argue against a case made for any other player, really. Yep. So we've just beaten Shrewsbury 1-0. So we are through to the next round. Great. Brilliant. 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 Great stuff. So, what are, are we going to play the normal team again, or are we going to play the under twenty threes again? Yeah, no, we're playing normal team uh, again. Under twenty three, back on duty. Um, who do we face the next round? Man. Let them have their Chelsea. Chelsea. Even if we play Notts County, the the, the the senior teams are back. They're on holiday. They're back. Cool. Boy, well, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's it's good that we're getting a nice little run. Um. And obviously, everyone is saying we're disrespecting the cup, but clearly we're going through to the next round, so clearly we're not disrespecting it, it that much. It. Let's see what they're saying now. Let's see what they're saying now. <laughs> yeah, man. Mind your mouth, man. About disrespect. But yeah, so Mark, Player of the Year, what, what do you think? Yo. So in the group, I said Van Dyke, but then I said I would make a case for someone. So I'm going to go Alisson, Big Becker. I feel like he's. As influential as Virgil in the team, the fact that we have him there, he's got nine clean sheets in the league, 40 saves in the league, conceded less goals than he's got clean sheets, so he's conceded six in the league. That who is better than him in the league at the moment as a keeper? Yeah, but arguably yeah, who but is would better than not, him in the world as a keeper. But would you not say that he missed too many games to be even considered for the award? And obviously goalkeepers just don't get it. I agree in part because that's why I wanted to go Van Dijk I feel like Van Dijk has been consistent there were also other names that I wanted to throw in but I'm going to leave those out for now so the other guys can mention it but at the same time when someone makes such a big difference to the team yes Adrian came in and yes Adrian was very very good but when we have needed him in recent times he has come through for us and who knows where we would be if we didn't have him at this moment imagine us with Minulay. This side with Minulay probably would have probably 60-something points, maybe 40-something points. Just in terms of errors leading to goals and feeling goals conceded and not being able to stop a simple shot. But the fact that we do have him and he's our last line of defence is great. Yeah, I'll get you. Kevin, what do you think in terms of player of the year? I can't remember who you said before. Um... I went a bit hipster, you know. I said Joey Gomez. Um, I, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I, I, you really, 
See, I was with I was gonna throw that name in there as well. Uh, I thought but, that just Gomez uh, out. Listen, out. all right. Let me not be a hipster. I'll tell no, you Joe, talk the things. No, no, no. King Gomez is out here, cuz. No, talk the things, Kev. Let me talk. Gomez, I'm quite sure since we've since he's come back in the team, we've only conceded two goals. Two or three, yeah. Yeah. We're able to play that high line where ball goes over the top. No one's worried. We ain't worried about nothing. Yeah? Um, he can play out from the back. He's like a mini English Van Dyke. Plus, he's from South London. Um, <laughs> I the there real quick. Uh, but if I was to... Um, right, quick thing about Joe Gomez. My... Quick thing about Joe Gomez. Uh, Let me just argue back. Would you not say that he's more suited for the Young Player of the Year award against Trent? Um. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Trent. Oh yeah. Trent and Gomez. Exactly yeah. But if, if I'm going Player of the Year, I'd probably say if I'm going all round, I'd probably say go with Mane. But I, I've got an idea that you guys will probably say Salah. Has done more than Mane, blah 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 blah. blah. Wow, there's no blah I'm blah saying blah. It's just a Mane. Oh, well, I definitely would. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, that, that's that's probably my sort of thinking in regards to that. So I'd say Trent Gomez, young player, and Mane, player of the year. So out of Trent versus Gomez, who do you want as young player? Um. I'd like to see well, Gomez yeah. win it, you know, but you know, Trent, Trent, Trent will probably get the title. So I'll say Gomez. I see Trent winning it, if I'm honest. And Gomez, yeah, so do I. But games, I'd so rather Gomez win it. I would love Gomez to win it, though. But Just I would love Gomez to win it. I, I think Trent. Yeah, I think I think Trent um, has that. Uh, it's weird because Trent, 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 Trent has put the team on his back. A lot, like he's 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 done cross inshallah when we needed him the most, and he's yeah. done he's, he's done a lot. But the then since Gomez, but but has come in, yeah, he he's also with Van Dyke. Like for him to shine with Van Dyke, like next to you, is a testament is a testament within itself. Exactly. So and don't look out place with Van Dyke next to you. And also, I want a bit of a ride because Trent, uh, come on, like let Gomez win something because he he needs like some sort of accolade, man. Like let him win Young Player of the Year. Trent had it last year. You just let Gomez exactly, win it this man. year. Man, Trent, just go collect that assist but record again, man. I would definitely win understand. It. Yeah, I would definitely understand if Trent if Trent does win it though. He, he does deserve it over Gomez. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I just feel like Trent deserves something, like especially for the clutch moments at the beginning of the season. Um, for his profile as well, he needs an award like that. So, um, Gomez, like again, Gomez does deserve to be in the reckoning for it. Um, but I think overall, in terms of young player, it should be Trent. In terms of main player, I'm not too sure. Who have I not asked? Who's remaining? Glam. Glam. Who, who do you think? Thank you, Kevin, mate. Um, Marnie. Just don't I, say I, Henderson, Glam. No. I, 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 I was I waiting for Glam to say Salah. No, why would I say Salah? What reason would I say Salah? <laughs> I didn't even get to say mine. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'll be honest, Marnie, because obviously I, my memory, my memory, my memory don't fade with me. And if we, there's so many games that we've played, but if we look 
back to the start of the season to and for now. Mane was in tremendous form. Like tremendous form, like he was like suffering teams, he was banging goals and winning us games. And he was a key difference in a lot of games. Um now obviously we're sharing the bird, a lot of players are coming to form now. Ie Goldman's coming to the team, Allison's back. Um Henderson stepped up form well done. Salah's been indifferent, you know, his his stats are fantastic. But then former performances wise they've been in and out, in and out, in and out. But could we not so, argue that that's the same for Marnie since December? No, nah, but Marnie, 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 yeah, Marnie's been in and out. But Marnie hasn't had um, Salah's had more cons- uh, consistent less performances than Marnie, okay. which is which is, which is yeah. But Salah is goal stats. We'll tell you obviously, you know what I mean that he, he's getting goals. But I'm just thinking that like, Marnie's sheer presence and how he was performing, like when even maybe sometimes the front of your player. I just think start of the season. We go back to the start of the season. You guys remember he was just head and shoulders above a lot of players, and it hit. I was him and Sterling. I remember battling out. Sterling's falling off. And I think it, 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 it um, goes in patterns, you know. Sometimes you do just fall off. But not fall off, but, you know what I mean? You, you reduce your um, intensity and obviously other players will come into it. But um, I had a short list. I had Mane, Trent's on there. Arguably, Trent's been fantastic. Um, you know what I mean? Delivery. And obviously, you know, I remember the Leicester game was fantastic. Um, Henderson stepped up. You know what I mean? He played a key role. Uh, Ronaldo's had a good season, but overall, it's there's no outstandouts and it's debatable. But I'm gonna say Mane. Um, from at the moment in time, I'm gonna say Mane should win it. Okay, Julian, you're the final one. Yeah, I agree with um, 100% Mane. Um, yeah, you can make the case that yeah, Salah has got more goals than Mane now, and um, yeah, you can make the case that Salah um has got the goals to back it to back it up. But I feel like especially at the start of the season where it was the stickiest the most, Mane stepped up and actually put us, in, put, us in, put us in the position to win most of those games um, when it was, when you know, when, you know, our defence wasn't the best, when um, Alisson was out, when Alisson was injured, when Gomez was injured. And now Gomez has come in and I feel like we're playing free throw football. I feel like everyone is able to stand up. Like, I agree with Glam as well when he said um, there was right. no standouts. Well there was no standouts um Thank you. There was no standouts um, this in this team. I feel like everyone's played at a consistent level enough. Or when some people have had dips in form, it's able to. You're, and but the, um, some people have have had dips in form, but they're able to you know justify their worth in the team by you know having a good run. Like even Henderson and Wijnaldum started the year and started the podcast was getting onto was getting onto them was getting onto the was getting onto them saying I'm calling Wijnaldum a ghost. I'm saying Henderson's not good enough. Bro, I'm not going to lie. Where they're good. I'm not going to lie. You and me were getting onto every single member of that team at some point. <laughs> yes, yeah. Everyone, everyone got it. Everyone, literally everyone, apart from Van Dyke, because of course, and even Van Dyke, yeah. Like, we're saying today yeah, in the Van group Dijk chat, like, everyone, like, everyone got it. Like, yeah. Everyone got it. Everyone got it. Yeah, like, we've I been consistent. Like, we've been, no matter what anyone says, me, me, Julian, and I'd say Glam as well, we've been consistent in terms of the flogging. Like, we've been, yeah, we've spread it yeah, across straight, the team. Straight. Um, exactly, but you, you know you got you got SPA and certain man there that you know for me the Firmino agency as well that you know yeah, that's come through that I just want to clamp down on free speech, man. But it's calm. But yeah, Mane, man. Um, I would have I, I I was I fought my case a bit saying Joe Gomez, but I do agree that um he hasn't played for long enough to justify him winning Player of the Year. But then again, yeah. he's gonna play at least what twenty eight games a season. At least, so I hope yeah, so, man. I, I, 
Yeah, so I, I hope I hope he I hope he you know gets adjusted. Maybe he can get him PFA Player of the Year if he's consistent enough. Who knows? Um, but yeah, um, definitely money for me. My main worry with all of this is because obviously there's so many Liverpool players to choose from. I feel as if it's going to be one of those situations where the vote is going to be split so much between all the Reds that a rival player like Kevin De Bruyne will end up winning it by default. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's man. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because obviously you're gonna you're gonna have, so so really and truly in the reckoning you've got Henderson, you've got Trent, you've got Mane, you've got Van Dyke, and then you've got a rival player. So I really feel like it's gonna be split up between some of the um, some of our players, and then a rival might end up winning it. And that yeah, weird uh, that weird year when Ryan Giggs won it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying I'm, I'm but I'm I'm, I'm saying man, yeah. I'm saying it off rip. I don't want to see Henderson winning shit. Like no individual awards. Like, like, I'm not, like, 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 I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm not trying to be harsh in that. But nah, like you know what, Julian? You know what, Ju- you know what, Julian? It would be so funny if Henderson. It would be funny because because but, of nah. the. Remember how the world reacted when he was on the FIFA cover. Imagine oh how they would react if he wins if the Prem and oh PFA Player God. of the Year. And he gets I'm and he goes on the. It's not. Did Shira advocate for Henderson nah, to win it? Yeah, Shira, Shira, Shira needs to stop that propaganda, bro. Like, yeah, relax. yeah, it's out of order, man. It's out of order. Nah, chill. Oh. Nah, I've, I've got to go back to Julian's point and, and his fantastic point what he raised. The difference is, do you know when, when you start the season, yeah, and there's no points on the board, like, it's basically who's up for it, innit? It's who up for it. You're not brimming with confidence. Our, our preseason was shit. I, can't, I, I was begging for us to not lose, I mean, to win the game because I was getting banned for preseason. That's how bad it was. Our preseason was, rub, preseason was rubbish. And then we started, obviously, we started the season and what, what Julius said about Mane showing up and being there. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, obviously, in the team we're playing now, everyone's flowing with confidence from the back to the front. Like, everyone is flowing with confidence. There's no one playing that bad. So I just feel it's much more easier now. We're much more relaxed. But start of the season before this gap was bridged, you, everyone weren't relaxed. And I just think Marnie stood up more than everybody else. That's why I think... 100%. Now, you 100%. have a point. You have a point. When we really yeah. needed players to stand up, Marnie was there. Yeah, no, agreed. All right, cool. So, I've got one more thing I want to bring up in terms of a topic. And this is based off the Pacheco conversation we just had a few minutes ago. So can you guys name one player that you put a lot of stock in? A bit like how Ellis has put stock in Brewster. Can you put can you name one player that you put a lot of stock in that let you down? Chris, you can go first. Ooh. Um Familia made it by the way, so you can't say Familia. Hey? Where is is this from the youth or is it just this a player that we this, signed? This can be the, this can be youth. This can be a player that we signed. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, does it have to does it have to be a Liverpool player? Then? Yeah, it has to be a Liverpool player. Uh, can we okay. do both? I go on. If you want, yeah, go on, go for it. Um, wow, Mark Gonzalez, you know. Wow, I was gonna say that. Ooh. I really liked him, man. He was so I, fast, and his he name was, was so I liked it. Directed. 
Because, like, you saw that was back in the day when you could only find out about players from kind of, like, weird, grainy videos you'd see on the internet, not even on YouTube and stuff. Then this guy was rapid pace. We were screaming for a winger, and we thought, this is the guy. And, he, you know, South American, you know, this, this guy's going to do the business. He's going to help us get to where we need to be. And I remember his football manager stat was, like, 20 pace out of 20. <laughs> he was rapid. He was something mad. Um... Yeah, and then I was I was really let, I was really let down by him, um, and that other youth that uh, we got in the Michael Owen deal, Antonio Nunes, and I, I like you could tell he was he shit off. He was rip. crap, man. Like, no, you no, could tell he was shit, crap man. off Rafa, but like, nah, no, man. Thought, like I know. <laughs> For the life of me, like Rafa was an actual crackhead at times. I will never understand that deal. Like, of got, all the players got, to take, you could have taken Guti, you could have taken anyone. We could have got Orientes earlier. Honestly. Like, it, it, just, it blew my mind. It's like we, we got fleeced in terms of money in the first place. And then we're like, oh yeah, it's it's a Real Madrid player that Rafa rates fairly highly. And he just looked like some chubby little waiter. And it was just, it was just wild. But yeah, it's Mark, Mark Gonzalez for me. I put, put a lot of stock in him. but uh, And he ultimately ultimately let me down. Okay, cool. Um, Glam, who do you go for? Ah, uh, mate, I thought it was you, so I had a few, but now a player overall, I got, uh, I got, I got two. Sorry, fans, I got two. Um, Jordan, I have let me down. Jordan, I have let me down in the biggest way possible. He, he let a lot of Liverpool fans down. Like, Jesus, man, that trash oh, shoot, man. man. I don't know. I, I remember preseason, and he. He left the guy his own half of dust. I recorded it on my phone and I pull it in my other group. And I'm like, why are you recording this guy just breathing out? I said, no, this brother is going to be something else. And then when he broke in, Brendan Rodgers was breaking him in. I was like, yeah. And then when Sterling went, it was like, yeah, this is his chance. And then Klopp told him to stay. Klopp liked him. He's getting games, then he's getting pulled off. And then I'm going to warm And then I don't know what he's doing. And you know what I remember about him? When um, Sterling left for that preseason in the summer, he yeah. stayed the whole summer and trained with Kenny one-on-one, I remember. Yeah. And there was yeah. like massive hype, like, you know, he really wants yeah, to knuckle yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, he was it. He was it. And I just don't understand why. But yeah, he's the one. And then my other one was just Daniel Sturridge, bro. He should have been the best one, the best rapper in the world. Yeah, yeah, no, but, that's yeah harsh, but come man. on, come on. No, no, All right, no, oh, come on. Yeah, that's no, harsh. Fuck out of here, man. Johnny, <laughs> that's his story. I'll put so much stock. Glam, glam. No, you glam, chill. No, glam. 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 Oh, oh, come on. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Like, it's not even his ability. Like, this guy. Remember Suarez was out for seven games for fucking doing his stupidness, yeah? Daniel's been winning games like one nil. Yeah, we still stuck. Yeah, Sturridge turned up. He was there. The goal, then, the goal he scored at Villa. Scored in every yeah, the Villa game, one. Five games yeah. in a row. Yeah, like, like, he, he held his own. He even held the goal against own. United. Oh, the goal against yeah, United. Like, he's like, but you know what? clutch. And do you know what's it, what hurts me? Because it's, not, it's, it's the fact of his injury, then that's down to him. I'm sorry. Like, you can't go through your career having injuries after injuries. You've got to look after yourself better, man. And then he started saying, oh, I'm going to leave it in God to heal me. That's when I was done. I'm like, what, what a waste. <laughs> I was done when I saw him with Skepta. That's yeah, bro, I was yeah, done. Yeah, that yeah, I'll leave it to God to heal me. All this sports science and that, you're telling me you're leaving it to God to heal you, bro. Like, we need you on the pitch, bro. 
13, 14, uh, but, uh, he was moving mad. Cause uh, he, was dating, he was dating Jordan Dunn, wasn't he, as well? Banging in goals. Yeah, he was. Still still, in the high life. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I remember one time, yeah, where he, where some, speaking of what Glam said, I remember one time um, on Twitter, yeah, someone was like, oh, Danny Star tweeted, oh, I'm going to leave it in God's hands to heal me. And um, um, I'm, I'm, sorry, he's like, oh, I'm always praying to Jesus. I'm, 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 I'm going to leave it in Jesus' hands to heal, heal me for this injury. And then one guy tweeted him, Who's this Jesus fella that you're praying to? Because you're never coming back. <laughs> I think that was the time when he was out for like the whole season. Yeah, wow. he was moving mad. Oh, he was moving mad. Man. He let me down, man. He let me down. I think that's really harsh, man, because he's still put in respectable numbers. Exactly. He and he's still he's in the Europa League final. Exactly. This, this is what you guys love, but the fucking numbers. Look at those games he missed for us, bro. But we needed him on the Yeah, I know, but, it's, but he yeah, didn't... But, but he let you down. But, but we're talking about... But in this conversation, we're talking about, like, someone that, like, you know, was just put, nothing. Like, you put stocks nah, nah, in them, nah, but nah, they... No, nah, that, that, that was specified. You guys said you put a lot of stocks in and let you down. I put a lot of stocks in him and he let me down. <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of stocks in him and he let me down. What kind of stock did you get? Oh, bro, listen, man. I said, I was raving about this guy, bro. I was raving about this guy. Like, he was just, like, the best thing. If he played, I had a smile on my face watching Liverpool. Just like the streets, the streets still respect him though. Julian, so, Julian, yeah. Lamb must have bought stock when it was really high, innit? So he couldn't get a return. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> I, can't, I can't lie. No, I'm but I, 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 I was even pitying him. Was gone, but yeah, he could have been better, man. But yeah, now I still love studs. Don't get me wrong. I must say, he just like, hey, let Glam, let me down. Yo, Nino or Sturridge? Huh? Nino or Sturridge? What? What? The prime? Remember what? Remember what you said in the chat? Remember what you said in the chat? Yeah. Sturridge, bro. You're not even a question. Cool, cool. You're not even a question, bro. Sturridge can do what Firmino can do, but Firmino can't do what Sturridge can do. Chris, how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, if, if you gave Sturridge Firmino's hamstrings, then maybe. But <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> now, 13, uh, kind of like that second half of 12-13 Sturridge and 13-14 Sturridge was something else, man. And he definitely displaces Firmino. Um, unreal baller but it's like you said Glam I think actually you know what now, now you've explained it I think it's actually a fair shout because we put so much stock in this guy you know we gave him you know the pay bump in the contract and just couldn't couldn't stay fit so yeah and he had chances he was supposed to go like four seasons ago and he was kept he had chances yeah definitely the fact that he might managed to get what six years there with Liverpool career is generally yeah, yeah. alright Kevin who let you down um, I'll probably go with who was Julier's final jigsaw for the puzzle, Harry Kuehl. Because... Shout. Great, great shout. Harry Kuehl was saucy for when that saw him. That's all right. I thought he was waving, man. That's a wave of stream. Do you, remember, do you guys remember the way they were He got hooked in the Champions do you, do you guys remember the way they revealed Harry Kuehl signing for us? He went live on yeah. TV in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's how he announced it on live TV. Like, yes, of all the teams I'm joining, I am joining Liverpool. All the Barcelona and all sorts. Yeah, yeah it was at, mad. At, at, at the time, that was one of the, like, the best coups in football because it cost, like, what, 3.5 million pounds? Yeah, it was a change. Yeah, free transfer. And his, um, you know, the, the way he was playing for Leeds, he was just something else, man. And, yeah, Final piece to Jigsaw. Oh, it was such a baller at Leeds. I think it's, 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 
Arsenal he scored like on the half volley from 25 yards. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, he's going to be it for us. And then he just come to us. I think it was his first game, that Chelsea game, when we lost 2-1 at Anfield, I think. And he didn't really do much. And then, then I just got injured. And then his career just petered out, man. But what a waste of talent. What a proper waste of talent. So I'd have to say him, yeah. And then a youth player. Mm. Yeah, it's probably Pacheco's the one that I kind of remember, you know. And Mark, and Mark Gonzalez, yeah. I thought he he had some decent attributes, but I never understood why we never used to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With Pacheco, I think it's a bit harsh because it wasn't his fault. He didn't get a run. Like, yeah, same know, thing with Suso, in my opinion. The thing, in my opinion, we had three sources. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think yeah, yeah. I think Brendan I think Brendan hated Suso, you know. Because yeah, was I, think, just, I think we dropped the ball on Suso a lot. I thought Suso at one point was better than Sterling. Yeah, but it was to do with it was to do with his attitude. It was to do with his attitude and his training that Brendan didn't like. Oh it. fuck, Brendan! Brendan wants yeah. to think about oh, chats about man and his attitude. Yeah, like, yeah, chat, man, yeah but the, that yeah. was the issue Brendan's that I remember. Idiot. That was that was the issue, um, and that's why he moved him on at the time because of things like that. Which is annoying because remember at, at a point the front three was Suso, Sterling, and Suarez. Yeah, I remember that. That's one I thought um, Suso was better than Sterling, um, Sterling because he had a bit more about him at the time. He was like he had like a nice little cross. I thought they if a couple more games and he would get into it, but then he just went away and and he went. He's, he's at AC Milan now, so he's clearly doing by now. You know, their shit, but you know he clearly has can do something. But yeah, man, Suso. Yeah, nah, it was clear that Suso the talent. I would see him live from the Middlesbrough League Cup game and. Like, it was clear to say this guy was going to be a star. I don't know how we let it slip out of our grasp. Like, I, re- I really don't know how. Like, you know. But um, in saying that, Brendan Rodgers, apart from the season when they won it, Brendan Rodgers would have ruined us. That's what I'm going to say. He would have yeah, ruined us. I hate the fact that people are running this agenda that we ruined him. I feel like everything that he's doing now is based off the time in Celtic, in Scotland, sorry where he learned his trade and learned how to win. Prior to that, he was very, Agreed. very, very stubborn and he didn't know what he Stuck was doing. Up, man. He had to go to Scotland mm. and learn his trade properly before he even thought about coming back to the Prem to do what he's doing he's, right now. Rogers, Rogers lost it when he signed Benteke because it was like, that was <laughs> no, like, He was a striker. Everything that Rogers wasn't really with and his philosophy I, and I don't know if Rogers signed I don't know who Rogers signed, I'll be honest. Nah, Rogers signed Benteke, man. Rogers signed Benteke. He signed Benteke. I think even I think even the the um Ian Air was like, nah, like not nah, don't sign him. Like he's not he's you not know, gonna suit us, but Brendan Rogers was insisting. And and Ian Air was a classic wasteman as well. Yeah, proper. Remember when Benteke wiped us in the League Cup? Yeah, that was it. At Wembley when he fought when he yeah, when him and Grealish swiped us. Yeah, I remember. You know, I knew Grealish was a that guy. My boy Grealish. We signed Gomez. He weren't the one that actually signed Gomez. He, I know. He signed Gomez and recommendation from, um, was it one of the coaches, Sean O'Driscoll at the time? Yeah, Driscoll. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sean O'Driscoll. Yeah, Sean O'Driscoll, yeah. So I don't want um, Rodgers to try to come out and claim that when Gomez is the poster. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. So... 
he just needs to hush his mouth, man. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm 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 claiming something to Gomez, as you guys know. Yeah, I I trained him two sessions at the gym. Yeah, so <laughs> any strength that he's got, it's all because it of glam. Yeah, it goes to me. Okay, that's all I want to say. Oh, yeah, like, and and you and you was at a party on ends once, and I was there. So, <laughs> fam, yeah, Gomez, the, the stocks are the there, right fam. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said, I said, yo, one one time, and then I yeah, saw the barbers once, so that's my claim still. Exactly. You guys are nasty guys, man. <laughs> 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 like moving, yo, moving jo- like thoughts. Joe Gomez, this is your life. <laughs> um, Mark, who who was your biggest disappointment? I'm gonna get a bit nostalgic. Go um, I've got a few youngsters I want to rattle off. So Neil Mello. I thought was going to be amazing after that goal against Arsenal. You thought no, Neil Mellor? You really no, thought Neil... What, you good. looked at Neil Mellor, the size yeah, he was, the, yeah, athlete, yeah, the athleticism he had, and you thought he would be a star? Yep, I thought he would be good. But let me get down to the other guys. Tom Ince, based off Paul Ince. Tom Ince, that yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Tom Ince should have been a baller. Yeah, Tom Ince is a baller. It looks really good. Jerome Sinclair, striker, light skin you. I thought it was going to be really good. I think he was our youngest player at the time when he came on. Bro, you just saw the high fade and light skin and you thought, oh, he's going to be yeah, a star yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you I go. I wouldn't even lie to you, yeah. But that's the same thing I'm looking at Brewster at the moment. Like, light skin, looks quick, looks rapid, looks like he's can bag a goal, but we'll see in it. We'll see how Brewster progresses. Yeah, Brewster's then, doing all right now. He scored another goal this weekend. Yeah, shout out to Bruce. Though. Two we out of four now. We end season. And then the two that probably hurt me the most, it's that three that probably hurt me the most, Jay Ojo, because I thought Ojo was going to be amazing. Skillful, like, he was quick. He could do everything that I wanted to do. <laughs> Sergio Canos, because I thought he was the reincarnation of Fuso. And I thought we were going to keep hold of him this time. And Ijaria, who's currently at Reading, I think, on loan. And he just fell off a little bit. In what, you thought these guys were for Liverpool, or you mean in general? I thought they would progress from where they, where I saw them, basically. Mm. I thought Ajari mm. would be somewhere in the Premier League at the moment. I thought Ojo would. I thought Ojo definitely I thought, would. Yeah, yeah Ojo would. Ojo's at Rangers or something right now, isn't it? Ojo's at Rangers. Ajari's at, I think. He was an Arsenal. Yeah, Ajari's at Reading. Kind of yeah, I thought after Ojo's loan, he would have got integrated into the team. I'm surprised him and Ajari yeah, are the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually thought they would play a part in the team at least or go to another Premier League And I think, yeah, the season. thing with Ojo, again, it was down to tactics. Like, his tactical understanding, I don't think Klopp rated it. So, I read a lot on him um, two years ago when he came back for pre-season. And basically, they found that his understanding of what Klopp wanted him to do, he just wasn't able to, like, take it in. Um, yeah, so that's why they keep, yeah. they keep learning him out. And I can see that, you know, because he, he's, he's a very flary sort of um, yeah. skillful. Like he has yeah, the ability, yeah. but it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think that makes sometimes. sense what you're saying, Fahey, I can tell. In terms of senior players, and this is basically based on what I saw before he came to the club, Aquilani, because I thought he was... What the fuck did you see? He was in the hospital, bro. What, what the hell do you see? At Roma. Fam, my brother told Roma. me he was going to be wavy, bro. Everyone like, I thought he was going to be wavy. Everyone Roma. said that. Akilani was uh, saucy at Roma. Like, he was ridiculous at Roma. Nah, I think it was the hairband, though. It was the hairband. It definitely was the hairband. 
you know, you know that slick, greasy hair. type of players man all hype no substance yeah unfortunately so I'd love to see him no, Jack, Jack, Jack went hype I'm not, I'm not gonna defend Arsenal Jack went hype bro let me run my agenda man cool 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 if I'm gonna say that jump in I can't help it I'm the back oh man and Julian who who are your disappointments well I've got two I've got two for the youth and then one for the for the signings that we made the first one's a weird one. You guys remember Cinema Pongo? Yeah, that yeah. was my guy. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of stock in him. <laughs> I, on Pro 5, fucking wavy. He was cold. Cinema Pongo. Nah, he was a talent. He was a nah, talent, talent, but then I, I don't know what happened to him, fam. Like, Cinema Pongo was my guy. Like, him and Trivial Cesar, I thought it was yeah. going to be the maddest link up ever. Yeah. But. Yeah. It didn't yeah, happen, yeah, but yeah. then the one from the youth, yeah, he was a good player, man. And then the one from the youth is Flanagan. I don't know what Flanagan, happened. Oh well. man, he had that. See, Kevin, season. I, Kevin, uh, listen to this man. So you was ripping me about Flanagan, this bro. Flanagan was fucking good, bro. He was oh, good. Man. Man. He was cold. I thought it was gonna be the next Carragher. He was, he was yeah. Cold. He, he was got the Kaku co signed. Yeah, Kaku co signed him, bro, man. Like. Flanagan. Flanagan was good. Come on, guys. Nah, bro. Nah, Kevin, you're taking a piss. I mean, we're not debating with Kevin, okay? Kevin, take the piss. Rude boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even play that left back. He got back in. He got back on the. He got on the England standby. He, he, now he got into the England. He got into the England squad. Was, and who was the England manager? Remember when he had that game? Remember when he had that game against Man City in like twenty? I think it was 20... 15, 16. And he duffed Sterling. Yeah, he was you good, man. Past him, man. He was Thank good for the. Guy. He was I'm glad good. Up. I don't know why. Flanagan went the level. Flanagan went the level, man. Not gonna lie, he, was he, was, he definitely was. Not gonna lie, I always thought Jack Robinson was way better than uh, Flanagan. But I he was. I do. He was. Does anyone? I don't remember Jack Robinson. Yeah, Jack Robinson. Sheffield United. Sheffield United. Yeah. Flanagan's at Rangers. Flanagan's at Rangers. Okay. Yeah, and the signing. Yeah, yeah. You probably knew from a young boy, so like, yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, and the signing, uh, the most disappointing signing for me is Balotelli, fam. I thought. Oh, I thought oh, I'm glad. I'm I glad someone said it. I thought that was it. I thought he was yeah, going to be like, the one to bring yeah. us forward, but then yeah, the worst one, Balotelli for me. Should have signed Etu instead, man. Fucking hell. So, yeah, probably. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Balotelli was a travesty. You know man. what, Cody? Ah. Balotelli was missing from four yards out, open goals. He was missing. Exactly. It was, the mobile. it was mental. No, but you see, don't you remember? I think um, I had proper high hopes. I think, didn't we play Spurs away? 
and he, he was, he was yeah, yeah, his debut. He was amazing. Listen, yeah. that's, him, that's him first, Sturridge, that's and Sterling. That Spurs game sold me dreams on bare yeah, man. Yeah, I, I saw Moreno. I saw Moreno for the first yeah. time. Markovic for the first time. Lambert was all right when he came on. Um, fucking Balotelli. And when I... Oh, mate, that, that season, that start, those first five games saw me the maddest dreams. Remember, we Can't all thought Sturridge, Sterling and Balotelli would be the new SBS. Oh, <laughs> mate. Uh, <laughs> and then Sturridge got injured. Yeah. Exactly. It fell down from there, fam. But yeah, those are my guys. Hey, Glam, you've got a point, you know. You genuinely Trust got me, a point. Bro. <laughs> Yeah, oh man! All right, cool. Well, it how was. About, how but... about you, man? Who are, who are your two? <sighs> um. All right. So, if I want to go in terms of a youth player, someone that really let me down in terms of the stock I had, there's two. It's Pacheco and Cinema Pongol. Um, Cinema Pongol did actually have a decent career. Let's not forget. He did. He was and... a Blackburn, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. But just at Liverpool. Yeah, at Liverpool. and and like he, a... he kind of helped us with the Champions League as well. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him oh, yeah. that. Yeah, but he's uh, with his cousin Anthony Natalek. Yeah, he, he didn't li- he didn't live up to the potential. And in terms of an actual signing, Julier signed Gibral Ciso, who I was like, I really wanted him at the club like two years previous. Like I was following yeah. him at Auxerre. Like, I was yeah. proper like, this is the guy. Like this guy's so rapid, he can finish. Yeah. He's going to be amazing. But yeah. obviously, I don't actually think it's down to his ability that he wasn't able to make it at Liverpool. There were two yeah. things: it was the double injury, and then obviously Rafa playing him at right wing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rafa was double a ter- Rafa was a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. that was the thing, man. Because like, if from white, he's a terrorist in yeah, French yeah. football. I was like those those two seasons. There was two strikers who were like just out of this world it was Drogba and Cissé because Drogba flogged us when he played for Marseille in the remember, Cup do you remember yeah. that's when they that's when they him after he dusted us up bro yeah I because I, I, I remember watching that with my dad and my dad was like we should sign this Drogba guy and then obviously Chelsea signed him um, yeah it was him and Cissé the two kind of like best strikers in League 1 at the time that's what's, that's, that's what's weird about Benitez like Benitez like even on um, remember um, have you guys listened to Carragher's podcast of course you have like Carragher's podcast with Gerard. And even Gerald was like, there's some things that Benitez used to do which will rub you the wrong way, but he just kind of yeah, went yeah, with it yeah, because yeah, he's the yeah. manager. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like that was because obviously times has changed and like, that, in those times there, the manager was like a force. Like, when a manager says something, you kind of have to take it on the chin regardless of where it is. And like, with Jubil say, yeah, I, I, I felt like he'd done him dirty, man. It was proper Sunday league tactics, but the, put the black fast guy right wing in it. Yeah. That, that's and, 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 and I believe that about Rafa. But when he tried to out Jabi Alonso to get Barry. I was like, is this guy... Bam, don't get me I, I still can't don't forgive him. I still can't forgive him. I can't lie to you. What was wrong with him? Jabi Alonso mess. Barry, you know. I'll go mad. That was the beginning of the end for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was literally just about to say that. That was, that was it. When, when, when Jabi Alonso left and Arbeloa left, finished. It was, it was done. Oh, fuck Arbeloa. Arbeloa. Uh, all right, just for the listeners' reference, Glam hates Arbelo for some weird reason. Hate him, bro. We have That's no idea why. Him. We've never understood why, but Robbie. he really dislikes him. I'm surprised no one said uh, Nabil Elzar, by the way, for a youth player. That guy was could... crap. <laughs> yeah, he was rubbish. He was always crap. He, he, you know, he yeah. looked crap. You know, you know he's another one? He looked like a really good footballer. No, but he, he didn't, the ball, he, was like... he was so you know, short. Oh. He was just crap. You know who's another signing? I say, 
Remember saying, Yeah, I saw oh, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. story behind. going to be on Jake as well. The story behind how we signed Asaidi is the funniest fucking thing ever. Tell us, tell us, tell us. So, we had this communications director at Anfield, at Liverpool at the time, mm-hmm. who was some absolute. We know, for Philly. Oh, Jen Chang. I was going to say for legal reasons, we're going to say his name. But, but, but. Yo, uh, yo, I've got stories about Jen hey, Chang and what he did to me. Honestly, like, yeah, yeah, I don't care, man. I'm outing Jen Chang because <laughs> that, that guy was an actual stalker and I've got stories about him as well. But go on, continue, Chris. I like how far he has just gone full Booker T. <laughs> yeah, like Jen Chang, Chang, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, he basically recommended the signing of someone who he'd written football blogs about who played in Eredivisie. Because he played, uh, ha- was it Harvreen or something he played for? Hervin, Hervin, Hervin. Yeah, yeah. So he signed it, they signed him on this recommendation and mm. they didn't want to buy him and they signed him and he was just like this raw talent. And obviously we couldn't shift him or do anything with him. So he was just literally just sitting on the bench and not getting any opportunities. It's, it's genuinely staggering to see how we were operating at that time. So, so they literally was, signed him because the guy was um, writing obsessed. blogs about him. He was obsessed with him, yeah. He was like Joe from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thing is, our our fan base did hype up Asaidu a lot. But again, YouTube kind of gassed us up. Yeah. That was yeah. He was cheap. Oh. And he was skillful. He was really skillful. Yeah, he was. He was. He's he's a player that you can train on football manager to be like a half decent player. Yeah, get a nice little three five, say three and a half stars or four stars yeah. in certain positions. Nah, not, not, not being racist, but I don't know what Moroccan has been good over here. I had no hopes of him. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, Wait, zero. just out of context, just out of context, have you seen Sarat move into a deep lying playmaker role lately? He he bad in our polls today. I spoke to a um, Spanish guy um, that I met the other day, and I was asking about some players over there. I goes. Um, I was looking at that Ruben Diaz centre back, and um, he, he's proper strong and foot manager. So I asked him like, "What's Ruben Diaz like?" He goes, "Yeah, he's probably with Barcelona." Ruben Diaz goes up to a four and a half or five on football yeah. manager. So yeah, he, he's he one of the kids. So. Yeah, he, he, he's like, yeah, he's gonna be. He's probably got Barcelona. He goes, "I said, who else is doing over there?" He goes, um, "Remember Tarat at Sunderland?" I said, "Who Tarat Sunderland? Who's Tarat?" He's like, "Oh, Abel Tarat." He's like, "Yeah, the boy is strong. The boy is strong. He's gone. He's strong." <laughs> So I'm like, when I looked up, I'm like, what? I don't know, he's only 30 still. He's been around for ages. Is he at Benfica now? Yeah. He's at Benfica. Yeah. He's playing as they're holding midfielder. Yeah, he's doing well, man. Yeah, Yeah. bro. Well, shout out. Good shout out. He's doing madness over there. Boy. Well, 90 minutes, a lot of nostalgia, a lot of current football talk. But yeah, thank you guys for being on the pod today. Um, listeners, thank you for listening. Obviously, interact with us on the socials. And appreciate it, guys. Yep, we'll be on again next week. Peace. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Sports Social Podcast Network.